conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roco slash Girls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash Girls. Sign up today. I just came back from the salon, and for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. (laughs) Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time (laughs) with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells unbelievable. Believable. Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. I had a Vicki Gumbelson breakthrough regarding my love life. Guys, I think I was dating Brooks. I'm not the only ginger in town this week. My best friend Jill Zarin is here. Guys. Guys. It's, it's Andy's, Andy's girls. girls. Oh, my God. 
my what goodness. What an exciting... We just had... Guys, I can't tell you about I the conversation can't. we just had. It was just... They're about to listen to it. Um, I mean, we just had a really wonderful, interesting, layered, surprising in many ways conversation. Very zen. With the incomparable... The OG of the NYC... Jill Zarin. Jill Zarin, guys. Not Jill, not Zarin, Jill Zarin. um, With a special cameo by... um, Gloria! Yeah, it's really great, guys. Um, guys, We're so thrilled. We got some, like, throwback secrets of a Jewish mother, and as a fellow Hebrew, I got a little beclumped, which you're going to be able to um, listen to, and I'm, like, trying not to cry. (laughs) It's it's really great. um, The Gloria moment is fantastic. Jill um, seems like she's in a really great place. And um, it's really cool. Um, Jill, Countess Luann calls Jill while we're on the phone with her, and she, and she ignores we... the call. <laughs> so, um, Lou, if you're listening and we're sure that you are um, XOXO, and, um, we're so sorry that you had to delay your conversation. Probably about, like, a bachelorette party oh my God. Yeah, guys, oh my God, there's, there's, there's good tea to come in this um, oh interview. So, God. without further ado, yeah, should we throw to it? Yeah, let's throw. <laughs> I mean, guys. So fun. An underhand throw to our our fantastic interview with Jill Zarin. Yay. Enjoy. Here with, we're here with the OG of Real Housewives of New York. We're here with Jill Zarin, entrepreneur, actress, philanthropist, mother, wife, and all around, um, like, fabulous and entertaining human. Oh, you're very sweet. Thank you. Thank you for being here with us, Jill. We know we were trying to make this happen because we are such big fans, so we are um, thrilled to... I appreciate that. Um, so, I mean, I guess the first thing we need to ask you is just, like, fill us in on what your life has been like since viewers have been in every moment of it on Real Housewives. Like, what have you been up to? Well, you know, you know it's been, like, three years since oh I left the God. show. Uh, I know. I just, it's hard to believe the show's still on air. I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago, uh, but it but it lives on, which is great, and it's great for me because it keeps um, you know they still rerun old episodes and it kind of still keeps me, um, you know I, I hate to use the word relevant because I, I think I'm relevant I think we're all relevant, um, but I think it keeps me um, talked about and for me that's good for business the Darren home, you Amen. know the Darren fabrics which is good. And it also, you know, I like it. You know, I enjoy it. So it's been a great, incredible ride. Do you miss sort of having your life and your life with your husband and daughter? Like, do you miss that part of your life being documented and sort of being able to look I back do. on it? I do. The good parts, I definitely do. I, I miss the, um, you know, it, you know, I thought actually that I would I have it to some as, as sort of a record of my mm-hmm. life and I'd go back and watch it. But, like, you do with all your home videos, you think you're going to watch them and your old wedding and your old bar mitzvah and your old, you know, everything. You never watch it. You know, <laughs> and for me, it would be almost impossible to watch this particular part because, you know, there's a lot of painful things that went on the show. I mean, there were some really fun, cute moments, and I will treasure forever in my mind because I'll remember them. But the bad stuff, I could definitely never watch again or, you know, live again. Um, but it's funny, I, I mentioned that because I recently, and I'm not promoting or selling my memories, I don't know who they are, but I recently fell upon this um, online thing called my memories, and um, they sit for like 20 bucks, they send you this big empty box, uh-huh. and you fill it up with all your old beta tapes and VH tapes and, you know, the little Sony recorded tapes, all the things that I took of my family over the many years, including wedding videos and everything, threw it in the box. And then they digitized everything, and they sent it back to me. And my parents and I and my sister and my daughter and my niece, we sat in the den 
uh, Sunday, and for five hours, we were watching. Daddy, she sure went down on the phone. Um, we were we watched my grandparents like honeymoon. I don't even know who was. We don't know who was recording them. Oh, that's sweet. Sweet. Their honeymoon, and my mom is a baby, and then we went. You know, fast forward to when Allie was a baby, and her brother's son. It was just amazing, and because you say you're never going to watch this, and literally no one has seen this. You know, since they were recorded. Oh my so, god. So. Um, what a great company to do that. I'm so happy that. And I was able to post little snippets on Facebook and stuff, and then Allie yelled at me to take it all down. <laughs> so you can't put that up there. Take it down. Take it down. If, you, if, if anybody follows me, you'll notice often um, you better stay close because um, oftentimes I'll put it up and then be told to take it down. Oh, so I follow you on fast. all social media, Jill <laughs> gotta, you got to watch it fast because it could be gone. Love it. <laughs> it's like Snapchat. It's like Snapchat for FB. Exactly. I'm into it. I'm exactly. into it. I'm, 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 everything I have is like Snapchat because Allie makes me take it down. Oh, um, I love. But anyway, so, so, yeah, so watching The Housewives, um, getting back to that, you know, some of it's painful to watch. I'm sure some of it's great to watch, but I don't watch any of it. I watched it once when it aired because I had to blog it, especially if I knew it was going to be a bad episode for me. Oh, I, right. I watched it to blog it, and then that was it. Never did, saw it again. Did they ask you to blog every episode? Do you guys have to commit? Did you have to commit? I don't that you know would blog the rules a- now. Yeah. I'll be honest. I don't know anything about what they have now. I only know what I knew then. Well, when we first started, there, was, there were no blogs. There was no Twitter. There was nothing. Big Brother season oh, Twitter didn't exist. That's how long I had. Over 10 years, I was on 2000, I think 2006 is when I was cast, or 2005. Oh, wow. So they, it didn't even exist. You could look up. I don't think Twitter even started so later. Um, and then as, as social media, so our contract never included um, carve-outs for social media or blogging or anything. Right, right, right. Um, whether to do it, not to do it, can do it, can't do it, there were no carve-outs. Now I'm sure there's very specific uh, rules on what you can and can't do, I can only imagine. Um, but, yeah, no, we were asked to blog, and we did. So You know, it wasn't in our contract, but we did it. That's great. I know you mentioned that you don't really watch, like, old episodes that you were in. Do you still keep up with, like, the current? Have you kept up with yes. the show since you left? Yes. No, it's easy to watch when you're not on oh, it. Oh, yes, interesting. of course I watch it. Love. Yep, I watch, our, I watch New York. I watch I'm the biggest fan. Oh, I watch New York, New Jersey, uh, every single one, Atlanta. The, I, the one I didn't watch is Dallas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Sorry. You didn't miss anything. I just never got into it. And I didn't get into the one in Australia. I tried, but. Oh, um, yeah. That just that came still? back. It just came back season three. But oh, it's, it did? Yeah, it's already aired oh, there. It's three. now. Wow. Yeah, it's now Does on. It aired there too? Or no? I think it like airs like after. Like, it, it airs months after I think they've seen it, and it's in a weird time oh. slot now. It's like Friday nights or something. But I only watch the American cities. Several. Yeah, it's not. It's USA. USA. <laughs> USA. USA. I know. Now that we're into the Olympics, we got to really be supporting. Our Amen. People. Real Housewives of Rio. Um. So Jill. Yeah. Really. That would have been great. Actually. Who do you still have relationships with on the show? I mean, some of your. That's I mean, a really good question. Yeah, I would love. You know, it, well, I, you know, I was kind of the catalyst in the beginning to get the original cast together. Yes. Um, and some of them are still there. So I'm still friends with Luann. Great. Um, in fact, her daughter, Victoria, is doing a piece, is drawing a piece of art for Bobby and I. Oh, I fell in love with a piece of art. That's I fell great. in love with a piece of art that she did for Luann. It was like six feet by four feet, gigantic. And it was, it was actually a woman, nude, but within the woman were like hundreds of nudes. 
within it. Like, it's hard to explain it, but it's magnificent. And she's making it for me. And I just, um, I'm actually redecorating our apartment, Darren Fabric style. Oh, um, my once God. Again. We're about to do another gut renovation. And so I'm going to include that in my new apartment. So I'm very excited she's going to make it for me. Um, and then uh, who else is on the show? Dorinda and I were friends. Um, not not close friends. We had met through a mutual friend, but we were friends during while I was on the show. And in fact, she's in an episode of um, season four with me. At uh, do you remember when my stepdaughter spoke about her face? Oh her, my um, gosh! Yes, of yes. course. That, that beautiful yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fashion show, and, and Jennifer got up to speak. Well, if you notice, when I'm sitting at the table, she's there's a there. woman with short blonde hair and a red jacket. That's Dorinda. Oh, that is phenomenal. Yeah. So well, did, you know, you know what they say? It'll always lead back to Jill Darren, right? Right. <laughs> what, what, Jill Darren. No, no, what was the six degrees of, what was that guy? Six degrees of Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Oh, my God. Six uh, degrees. Kevin Bacon. Six, six degrees of Jill Darren. Six totally. degrees of Jill, totally. um, Jill Darren. Totally. So, wait, Jill, totally. do you. Now, it doesn't have to be six degrees. Wait, wait, let me keep going. So, who else is on the show? Um, uh, Ramona. Bethany, I don't speak to. Okay. Carol Radswell, I never knew before the show. Okay. Uh, so it's not like I wouldn't have been friends with her. I don't know her. Um, Ramona and I are, are good right now. In fact, she came to my party last weekend in the Hamptons, and I saw her this week, and we have plans to have lunch at the end of the month, oh, possibly. That's great. So we're in a very good place. She's helping me with some stuff. I'm helping her with some stuff. We're in a really good place right now. I, I, hope, it's, I hope it lasts. You know, I hope it sticks. I think that Ramona's really changed. And um, I have two, so you know I think that we're in a good place. Did you? Um, who else? Sonia. Oh, sorry. Do you keep in touch with Sonia? Sonia? I, I, you know, listen. I, I wasn't friends with Sonia before I did the show. We became friends on the show. Okay. Um, she, she and I share some mutual friends, but she's got a lot of friends I don't know, like in Europe. I'm not in that crowd. Okay. So um, I like Sonia a lot. I run into her at different functions throughout the year. And, uh, you know, we, we last time I saw her was at Luann's birthday party last uh, two months ago. Oh, great. So, um, and I'll be at Luann's wedding. <gasps> Yay! the invitation. Oh, my, yeah. What did the invite yeah, look like? Was it gorgeous? Yeah, describe the invitation. Oh, no, 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 no. It didn't come yet too early for the invite. I got the paperwork. Oh, this, by, oh right. The same hotel date. room. So we already, um, yeah, they can't, by the way, they have to get married because it's a non-refundable three-day <laughs> And I would be really mad if I'm going to be there by myself. Oh, my God. To get married. Um, and, to, and I really like her fiancé. Love Tom. Love him, love him, love him, love him, love him. So he really got lucky. How got long have you guy. known Tom? Because he's had um I don't. I'm not, I did not know Tom. Okay. I never met him before. Although it's a small world. Again, six degrees right. of Jill Darren. Tom is in a group called YPO, which is called Young Presidents Organization. It's a, um, it's a, it's a group of mostly men. There are women too who belong, who are presidents of their company, and they have to qualify by having a certain amount of uh, volume in their business or, or uh, employees. I mean, it's a pretty tough number to be. And my stepson is in it because uh, you know he runs Aaron, and he's actually the head of admissions, and he is friends with Tom because Tom is in YPO, and that's a big deal. You know, oh, that, gives, wow. that gives Tom a lot of credibility. If he's in YPO, that he's the real deal. Oh. You know what I mean? It's not a fraud. Yeah. Do you, totally so, the real deal. so if you watch the show and, you, and you're invited to, to Luann's wedding, what do you think of her relationship really being a plot point that's driving a lot of this most recent season? Well, I think it's not fair. I think not everybody is putting it out there. I mean, you know, some of the girls are not dating on TV, even mm-hmm. though they're dating in real life or have secret boyfriends and such. So... 
you know, it's kind of not fair. Yeah, but I think, it is what it is. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point. I think that, you know, uh, I'm not sure. I don't know Luann, and I only know what I see on television. Um, but, you know, I think that is an interesting observation because some of the people who are criticizing it are keeping certain parts of their life private. Right. right. So is that fair? Like, take her down, but, you know, uh, what about you? Right. No. You know, what's going on in your life? And then, but, you know, I, and I don't think it's fair that kids are kept off the show. I think that if you're on the show, you got to put it all out there. And I don't think it's fair when they don't. I mean, I, you know. I mean, I, I understand to a certain level you want to protect your children, and you should, and certainly I did, or I didn't in the beginning because I didn't know what I was doing, and right. then when I got, you know, I did, Allison, you know, stepped away from the camera, but there were certain times she would show up, whether it was the finale or a party or something where she didn't have to engage, but she'd be there, so I think it's, like, not fair when when people, you know, are able to not put their kids on um, and some do. I guess that's a question I have for you because I know the show changed so much from like the show that the, the Manhattan mom show that was that turned into housewives, but like, you know, how much were you able to sort of dictate what you wanted to show when you were on the show? Well, air or show, you know, you can, you can put on whatever you want. Um, they'll, they'll film a lot. I mean, they just edit, you know, you have no control over editing. So but how prim- I, mean, I pretty much gave them my calendar I mean, I never held back. I said, this is what I'm doing this week or next week or this month. And then they would pick and shoot um, what they want to film. And then they would follow that until maybe something better came along and they would follow somebody else. Who's calling me? Oh, you know what's so funny? Louis calling me on the other phone. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Three-way call. <laughs> does, she know, does she know I'm talking about her? Is that we, funny? That's no, so amazing. Yeah. Are burning. How funny is that? I love it. Um, so do you think, I, it's just sort of interesting that you were so open in what people would, um, film and it feels like now the show has shifted so much, especially with New York. So if someone just wants to present themselves as like a business person and show that it seems like that's all there is. And I think that the show loses so much as a result. I mean, it's well, the show shifted. It used to right. be about families, right? You know, it was, it was about moms. husbands and wives, right? Uh, not moms and children and being moms and the struggles that we all face having to balance life uh, with a family and children and work. And right. then it shifted to being basically about women looking to get married again because their marriages, you know, fell right? Apart then it was like single. single women. Why do you think all single women? Well, I, I would have preferred. I mean, I'm not. I'm nothing to do with the show. I would have preferred to watch families. You know, yeah. I would have preferred to watch. I actually really enjoyed Kristen Takeman and her situation with her husband. I think people can relate. Um, and then I think she would have stayed on the show. I don't know this. I know nothing. Like I said, I know nothing. But I, I believe that she would have stayed on the show with her husband, even though they were going through a rough patch with that whole um, uh, Ashley Madison. Thing. Ashley Madison. Exactly. I forgot what it was called. And I, and I, and I think that she would have been willing to, and I don't know this. Again, I haven't spoken to her about it, although we're friends. I I, uh, I think she would have uh, stayed on the show to show how people, real people, go through real stuff, and that they're still together. Right, a they're lot still of together. A lot of how she was at my party last week. She was promoting her really great line of lip stuff. Allison's addicted to it. Her lip glosses and her nails, nail stuff. Pop so of color. By the way. Pop of color. She's so beautiful. Like, she she's is like, very beautiful. Gorgeous. Um, no, up front. I'm just saying in person. She's, like, magnificent. And she stuck it out. You know, good for her. And I think that she could have really inspired other women to, to you know, go through the same thing. And here's this, and then Ramona's, you know, wanted to stick it out. And here's a situation where it didn't work. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and she was able to she was able to go through it. And, and they, you know, Kristen wasn't. So. 
Why do you think you and Bobby were able to... Because a lot of people on reality TV's relationships fall apart. Now, why do you think you and Bobby were successful at navigating that? Oh, because I left. Oh, I left. really? Yeah, that was the reason I left. Really? That was the reason I left. I don't know what you heard or read or believed. The reason I left is because Bobby and I realized that I was not, you know, I was not, you know, becoming the person I wanted to be or should be. And... Yeah, I needed to leave. It was like I was becoming a monster. It was terrible. So, and, and and my whole life was consumed with storylines and plot lines and what I should do and, you know, who I should be talking to and plotting with. And it was just terrible, you know, for me, for me, so not for other people, for me. Is that why you so haven't... it was unhealthy. Is that why you haven't filmed anything as a friend of yeah. since leaving? Yeah. Yeah. It's not healthy for me. It's not good for me. Do you? Do you know, you I've been I've been offered an opportunity here and there to do things, and I can't do it. Every time it gets down to it, I just can't do it. And that's actually something that I wanted to ask you. I was I have to tell you, I was completely shocked and sad that you weren't a participant on the hundredth um, episode special for New York. And I just kind well, of that was that was like a little weird that whole thing and what and I and I. You know, don't think it was nice how the show came or somebody said, gave a story, you know, a story from a source. Don't you love those source stories? Oh, yeah. A story from a source in the Daily News, I think, said that um, they refused to have me back on. That's not true. Oh. oh. And, and Andy Cohn said it. Andy Cohn said it when he had me on a show that that was not true. But they did ask me to do it. And then I politely declined. And I even gave them a statement to please read, um, you know, about how much I loved being on the show and how much I appreciated everything that they had done for me and, and everything, you know, just only gratefulness, but that I just didn't want to participate in it. Because, again, it was not, um, you know, brings back a lot of a lot of stuff. And, and it was going to be one-sided, and I wouldn't have an opportunity to rip off. As you saw, you know, Bethany, and uh, you know, said some pretty nasty things. You know, again, she shot some bullets at me for no reason. I haven't done anything to her. I don't even know her anymore. I haven't seen her in years. Um, I have nothing bad to say about her. I have nothing to say, period. Um, but she gave, you know, she threw daggers at me, um, and I was, like, unarmed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I couldn't defend myself. I was unarmed. So that's why. I didn't want to go in, you know, to that situation. Do you, so, think, do you think that you would potentially circle back to the show at some point, either as a friend of... Nope. Or, no. What nope. if... What if... Nope. What if the... <laughs> what if the skinny girl sort of you know, decided to leave after the season, which I don't think would be out of question. Do you think that no, if no, you felt like it was a... to do with her. Honestly, okay. I not really have anything to do with her because I could have come back when she wasn't there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I wasn't even on the show this season. I think Andy talked about it in his book about me coming back. Um, it was, she wasn't even on the show. No, it doesn't have to do with her. Okay. It just has to do with me. It's just not good for me. Yeah. It's not good for me. It's not good for my marriage. It's not good for my... It's not... How did Ramona... Uh, I, I love watching yeah. it, you know, and I'm so happy I did it, and I'm so glad I was on it when I was, because I probably would not have come on if it was, like, season four and I had seen the show. I never would have auditioned for it. Really? You know, knowing how it... Yeah, because it changed. It wasn't what I was told. No, I was told it was a story about moms and daughters called Manhattan Moms and this glamorous great life we have. You know, I didn't know that it was going to be what it evolved into had you watched oc at all before they started filming manhattan moms or not so much um i didn't know it was called uh, i was going to be called real house oh York. right because yeah, it did, was yes, called manhattan yes, moms, was, right. yes i did watch it but it wasn't but, connected know, it's funny because at the time 
at the time, and again, like this is just a totally different state of mind, uh, I remember the five of us being aghast when we found out it was going to be called The Real Housewives of Anything. We're like, oh, we're not like them. Um, yeah, you are. <laughs> you just have different color hair. Or oh, we did. I'll say we. We were, you know, just different color hair. And, um, you know, we're all the same. 100%. We're all the same. You know, so, I mean, we were aghast at possibly being called that. And then, of course, it was the best thing that ever happened to any of us. Do you, like, anyone, I don't know who you keep in touch with from the, like, Kelly or Alex or Cindy, but, like, people who were, like, on oh, the show. Okay, so today, it's funny you're calling me today. So today I got a book in the mail, a present from Kelly. It's her new book, and I will promote it if I can find it. It's in my pocketbook to read on the plane. Hold nice. on. It is Sweet. called, yeah, Kelly just sent me her new book. Of course, I'm a little hurt because, once again, I mean, right, it's the Big Back Housewives. So she has the whole back cover filled with people giving comments. You know, and she didn't ask me. I would have given her something. Kelly really Kalor, nice. you should have sent her some jelly beans. <laughs> I should have. I can't find her book though. Mommy, where's the book? Did I give it to you? Who is it? Be- oh, here it is. Sorry. It's called A Dangerous Age. Oh, love. Uh, hot nights, cold drinks, big secrets, bad choices. Welcome to summer in Manhattan. Cool. What, what housewives right? did what so ha- beautiful cover? What yeah. housewives did she have in the back of the book? Well, Did only you... one, Brandy Granville. Oh. And she had, which I was surprised because I didn't know they're such good friends. Yeah. But Juliana Rancic, Jill Cogman, uh, I'm saying it right, Babe Walker, Zach Posen, Lucy Sykes, and Elizabeth Hurley. Oi, okay. But no, but no Jill Zarin. Yeah, what's up oh, with that? I would have given her a The second uh, printing, Jill. The second printing. And then, and then, I know, second printing. And then Cindy Barshop and I um, are very good friends. I don't see her often. Like we don't speak all the time, but when we do, it's like I saw her yesterday, and I love her. And if I could film with one person more, it would be what she would be one of my top. You know, like I love her. Um, you didn't get. You guys didn't get to know her because she was only on one season. Right. She was but kind she was of amazing in and out. girl. Yeah. You know what I love about her? She's really honest. She's got twins. I'm not going to go into her whole story, but there's a lot of stuff that went on with her kids and her family situation that oh, you know right. I think be. America would have really um, gotten to know her better, but also related to. Um, so I don't want to, I'm not going to give away her story, but no, she'll, get, she'll give it to you. She should definitely interview her. Oh, great. Um, We'd love who else to. Is on the show that I missed, that I didn't comment on? Oh, uh, Jules. Jules, Alex. I, I met Jules, you know what? If you have to hear something, I met Jules um, in December at a party. At a, at a cocktail party, and someone introduced her to me that she's the new housewife. And of course, you know, May is like, here's my number. If you need anything, if you want any advice, you know, call me because, you know, I do love it. I do love it. That's what's so bad. You know, I love it, and I know it's so bad for me. You know? <laughs> so it's like smoking. You know, you want to smoke, but you can't because you know it's bad for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, anyway, so I told, so I got, and I could say this now because I know her marriage is over or whatever. So when I met her and her husband, um, the first thing I said to both of them is, I hope you have a really good marriage because if you don't, you'll never make it. That's exactly right. I think it's a really important piece of advice. they both looked at me, and in a weird way, I did not feel confident that they had a good marriage. Like, she was like, the, whatever they said to me, I walked out of there and I said to my husband, they're going to end up divorced. I knew it. Now, I don't know if he was already cheating then. I'm not sure. I don't know what his history is. But, um, yeah, I felt, you know, I... Sometimes I get a feeling with some of the housewives when I meet them prior to the show that the women are doing it to escape a bad marriage. Mm. Like, I almost feel like she might have known her marriage was not for the long, 
And when she got this offer to do the show, she knew this was her escape financially, mm-hmm. emotionally. Um, you know, being famous has a lot of perks to it. Right. Um, I feel like maybe she already knew how her marriage was. I could be wrong. You but, know, she might have gone into it with a great marriage. I don't know. As a person, I mean, reality TV has been around forever now. Don't you feel like as a consumer, you know that there's going to be a microscope on your relationship and that, like, when something goes wrong – you're going to catch it. But it might also be going wrong anyway. So the idea of having an escape, I think, is a really interesting point because she might not be able to admit. Well, you always think it's not going to be right. you. It's like, it's like say, here's another example of smoking cigarettes. You know it's going to cause cancer, but you think, but it's not going to happen to everyone, right? right. It's only going to happen to some. So you think it's not going to happen to you. Mm. See, so even if many of the marriages go down, you'll look at Bobby and I. And you'll say, well, Jill and Bobby are okay, or this one and that one are okay. Not to, by the way, I don't know which this one and that one is. Who else is okay? Uh, on New York, I don't. <laughs> Heather Thompson and Aviva. Yeah, and she's off. And she's yeah, off. She right. had to get off to save it. Yeah, Heather and Aviva both are married Carol's still. with Lou's chef. I mean, there's not there there aren't any other marriages. stable marriages. Uh, that are still on air. Right. right. Anybody in Atlanta still on air and married? Yeah, Nini again. Nini and Candy. Yeah, Nini and Candy. And Candy's is new. Although they met on the show, which is kind of they a great did, and sweet that's what story. Makes it okay, because he understands that he was a producer. Right. You know? Um, but yeah, there aren't too many. Even, um, yeah. So, no. did, speaking of the um, still happily married, although not any longer on the show, um, have, when was the last time you spoke with, like, Aviva, Alex? Have you heard of Alex at all since she moved oh, to Australia? Oh, sure. So, no, so, Aviva, yes, absolutely. So, Aviva and I had lunch about six months ago. Um, and I think Aviva would like to go back on the show. Really? I know she would like to go back on the show. Yeah, she really liked it. And I think it was good for her. And um, I think, I don't know where she is with talking to producers. But, um, you know, she's got four kids and complications with her ex. And, you know, it would be good, good TV. And I just, I like the Viva. She didn't seem like an organic fit, though. Like, she didn't seem like she had real friendships with anyone in the group of No, no. The only one who still does is me. That's the irony. Like, all these other girls who come in, like Jewel, they don't know her. Nobody knew Jewel. Right. Nobody knew her. Nobody knows any of them that come in like that. You know what I mean? Do you think nobody knew, nobody knew um, Heather and nobody knew Carol. I mean, now they're friends. Now they're a real relationship. So when they first come on, they don't know each other. Um, that's why I laughed. You know, like I'm watching Orange County, and they brought in this new girl, Kelly. Mm-hmm. And they say that um, the girl with the baseball player husband. Megan. That she, you know, that they're friends, and she brought her on. I, I bet 10 bucks. I won't bet more. I'll bet 10 bucks that they didn't know each other before. You that, know that, why? That, that, the, that the producer said to her, you're her friend now, and you bring her on. And I 100% agree with you because in that episode where Kelly is, like, offhand mentioning that she was trying to divorce her husband, was engaged to someone else, and then she couldn't get divorced, so they stayed married, Megan was shocked. <laughs> Megan yeah, right. was like, so How close of friends could they be? Right. Actually- Especially for two, when she was, like, separated for two years and was engaged to another person. How are you a good I, friend that doesn't I know? I think that Megan said, in her interview, her first interview with about Kelly, that, she, that they've known each other for a year and that she's a new friend. So she already created <laughs> okay. she already created the distance in case Kelly went right. off the so rails. Maybe they met at like exactly. a cocktail party. But or that's something. okay. I mean, they got to bring them on somehow. I right. mean, you know, what happens is real. It's just you know sometimes they have to kind of have creative lights to get these 
stories moving along, you do, know? Do you feel like if the well starts to run dry, though, in the New York sort of, the women who are willing to go on television in this New York sort of society person, if you will, that eventually they sort of do run out of people that are connected and they're sort of just like pulling? Oh, yeah, no, no, they're in trouble. I mean, every season they, they have a problem finding people. I mean, look what they pulled, pulled out of the hat, Jules. I mean, Jules Dor- didn't fit in. Dorinda feels she really didn't fit in. Jules, Jules has kids who are so little, there was nobody for them to play with on the show. Like, you have to bring on people who get, you know, the same age or somewhere in there. Right. Like, she's true. 31, and everybody else is 45 plus. Right. Like, how are you ever going to be able to compete with that or get or get along? Well, she's just you got know, a different... Call, you she... might as well call Ramona Mommy. Right. <laughs> Love it, Jill. Love it. I mean, conversely, Ramona's sixty and she's like thirty-one, right? And she's not even a young mommy. And I, although I have to say, Ramona well, never looked good in her life. Ramona, Ramona looks so freaking amazing. I can't even tell you. Sharon Geezy, man, rocking. phenomenal. I'm telling you, Sharon Geezy should be killing it. She should. Um, but yeah. Dorinda, Dorinda felt like a natural fit because she had friendships with, you know, Ramona, and she knew you and Luann and um, oh, Sonia. Oh, Sonia was a natural fit, yeah. But you can't. But but that those none of none of my group would ever do the show. I mean, I know they've all been asked a hundred times every season. The producers go back to the same women and ask them if they'd come on, and they run further and further away every season. Okay, because so, the show's so out of control now that they they don't want to be part of it. Let's rewind to your final season, like. When you look back on it, I don't know if you left on your own terms or if you did it. I mean, in a perfect situation, how would have things sort of ended with your final reign on reality TV as sort of the OG of New York? Well, you know, I was kind of a wuss. I, I, okay, so Bobby and I were overheard at a restaurant, and it ended up on page six that we were leaving the show. That Bobby and I, Bobby said to Jill, it was it said, you know, Jill was, Bobby was overheard telling Jill we were at a restaurant, obviously the eavesdroppers, saying that they're leaving the show. So that, that, that was in the paper. And then after that, you know, we had been waiting to get our contracts uh, for weeks and weeks and weeks. And we kept on telling it's coming, it's coming. And I got ADD, and I'm very impatient. And one night, I was just very frustrated. And Bobby and I had talked about taking a three-week trip to Europe that we wanted to take on the world. And we had to commit, you know what I mean? Because it was like um, our date, you know, our time limit was literally up. Like we had to book it or we're not getting it. So I sent them an email in the middle of the night saying, I'm done. Like that, you know, I, I, lo- I love you all, and it was a great one, but I'm leaving the show. And I sent it to the producers and to Luann and to my friends on the show. Anyway, the next morning, it must have been like an ambient thing. And the next morning, I woke up knowing I sent that, and I just figured, oh, they won't believe me anyway, you know, and just let it ride, you know, let's see what happens. Well, they got it, and they were pissed, and they did not want me to quit. They wanted to fire me. So three weeks later, I believe that they probably would have made me an offer to stay, but because I did that, they officially fired me, which is so funny because it actually hurt my feelings, but I, I did it to myself, as I always do. Wait, why did you? You know, I self-sabotage myself. I've done it before. I think everybody does it sometimes. I self-sabotage myself. I did. So I, I really, you know, I had mixed feelings about coming back. I wanted to come back because of the fame and the being in the drama, being, yeah. you know, part of the group and, it, you know, being in the clique and the whole thing. Because I was getting along with everyone. Remember, I was good. I was I was best friends with, with Luann and everything was good. The only one I had issues with maybe was Ramona, right. but that's what made the show good. Right. But I was good with Cindy and Alex even. I was good with, I was good with everyone. So I was actually, I came off that reunion clean, 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 clean. Um, and so, you know, they fired me because they were mad that I had the nerve to quit. 
So then I was in a catch-22. Do I tell America, oh, no, I quit first, and then they fired me? Or does that sound like a lie? And mm-hmm. so I just went with like, what they fired me. But, but, but the people on the show and my housewives, they know I quit because they have my email. You know, it was in August. So, did- anyway, you know, it doesn't really matter. I left the show whether I quit or fired. It was, it was my time to leave. Why did you- I needed to leave. I needed to go away with my husband and spend time with him. I went for three weeks to Europe, and um, we had the best time of our lives. Jill, why didn't you ask Andy? Like, because you asked Andy, there's that video or that Watch What Happens Live interview where you sort of say, like, I didn't understand why you fired me. I think that you used that word. But why didn't you at that point sort of, like, turn the tables on him to say, like, I wanted to leave and needed to get away from this? Because they did fire me, ultimately. You know what I mean? Like, they did call me up and say, we don't want you back. And, yes, I could have said to him, what are you talking about? I sent you an email three weeks ago. I quit. But then I right. felt like it would have been like sour grapes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I don't care about being fired. It doesn't matter to me. It's semantics. I was leaving the show. Whether I was fired or quit, I couldn't come back anymore. It was also so they, it was a huge shock. I mean, it was a shock to the viewers, to yeah. lose you, to lose you alongside Alex, alongside Kelly. I mean, it was like a real... They took a real pivot in plot, I think, after that for a couple seasons. Well, the, other, the interesting thing is that semantics-wise, I really wasn't fired. My contract just wasn't picked up. Right. Like, oh, they didn't right. cancel Got my it. contract. Got it. It is you know, that, That's, that's yeah. really the truth. I mean, we all had a one-year, year-to-year contract. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, I'll would, tell you, you know, what I, you know who I give a lot of credit to? Luann. I mean, the year after, Luann was put down to house. Right, to a house friend house. of. And that was and her best Rebecca, year was a full-time housewife well how do you think i would have felt oh yeah. i would have like jumped out the window i i don't do well in situations like that where i'm valued at less than someone else that i started with that yeah. i would get paid less i would not have done well the inter- you know what give it to luann now she's the queen the interesting thing was though i remember being surprised when she got demoted essentially to a friend of and i think that was her strongest season because she was so carefree and then the season that followed with everything i think they're on i think it was saint bart's when they were there and she was you know the um be cool don't be all uncool i mean that was great that was great well, tv but, but don't you see this so their strategy works they said right. if about you then you have then to bring it bring it right and then if you bring it then we'll reward you so now the girls are not they're not all the shows, from what I understand, are not equal. Like some shows, they get paid a salary, whether they perform or not. In other words, they get paid to 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 do. Understand. And then in some shows, and I don't know all of them, but I know New York, they get paid a per per episode. Per they get paid per day, I think, and then they get paid for trips. So it's a very different formula for different shows, and I'm not really sure why it's not favorite nation. That's also, I mean, that's sort of the interesting with this year because there were rumors that that was the contract that Lou and um, Sonia signed. And that's also why viewers were a little confused this season because there would be these swaths of time where neither of them were on an episode and no reason was given. It was very kind of strange for people to watch because if they are both considered primary housewives, which they are, it was strange for those of us watching the show to be like, well, then where are they? It felt like they were being excluded from the plot, if not the that's what you know that's what you know Sonia has said I believe publicly is that you know the real reason why she was mad that she wasn't invited to right um, the, to, Berkshires. um yeah. the Berkshires wasn't because she wasn't really hurt because she wasn't invited she didn't really care it was that she wasn't getting paid 100 percent 
So, so what she felt it was that the girls were like causing her to lose the equivalent of a year of college for her daughter. You know what I mean? And this girl just came out of bankruptcy, needs every dollar she makes, and for the other girls to um, to cause her to make no money is mean. The only you know, aside right. from all the re- other drama, it's like, how would you like it if I told you that I'm taking you know all that money out of your pocket? And I 100% agree with you. The only sort of addendum I would add to that is that at that point, it felt like with everything that went down in the Berkshires, and it was so dark, and it was really, like, yeah, crazy really and bad. shocking. I never would have recovered. I, I never would have recovered. I, Luann's grace in taking that, honestly, it was unbelievable. And I you have I, to understand, like, Luann's taking it because she's getting paid. Yeah. How you much, know what I mean? Like, like, if she doesn't take it, then, then she just is off the show. Boy, that's sort what? of a depressing and thing to think about. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. this, I mean, it's all real. Everything's real. I, but it's almost like some of these girls have the ammunition to cause these other girls to not make money. I feel and, like... And the, they know it. And they know it. So they could go so mean, so dark, so everything. And you know the other girl's got to take it and because I, she wants to stay on. And that's just so cool. I 100% agree with you. The only thing that I would add was Dorinda saying that she genuinely didn't think that Sonia could survive that kind of attack because, frankly, it was all coming at Luann because Luann was present. Had Sonia been present, I think the anger would have been split. And Sonia's just, yeah, Luann is so listen, strong. Sonia's a big girl. As yeah. much as you say that, right. Sonia's been through a lot worse True. than this. And Sonia knows that she gets paid. So, right. like, so she would have taken it. To the right. She, she would have taken yeah, it. Yeah, it was her choice. She already took right. it. Did you see how she... Did you see, you know, how, how some of the girls went after her already? And she took it. Yeah, she did. Know? Yeah. And that's why so, she stood you know, up, and too. And that's why she could have left. As long right. as she showed up at the house she for got an paid. hour or two, she would have, right, she could have gone home. So, Jill, she I have, said, I'm done. I'm gone home. Jill, so, I, have, you know. I have to ask, you know, because, like, people, I, I think that sometimes fa- people who are considered fan favorites, particularly people who really bother me, like... <laughs> Lisa, Lisa Vanderpump, Nene Leakes, and of course Bethany, I think because maybe they have a level of fame or maybe they X amount of money or they have it in with Andy, it, they seem like they produce a lot and that... Self-produce. Self-produce or, exa- or almost think of themselves as an EP on these shows. Like, what? Well, do you feel like I that... Think, I think when you're on the show long enough, you all do. Really? Uh, and certainly your own stuff. I mean, you do. I mean, everybody produces their own stuff. I mean... You know what I mean? Like, tells the producers what they want to shoot. So we're all self-producing in that respect. But do you... But I mean, I can understand how you would think that, but I, I don't know. I'm not in it. But do you I'm feel... as an As a viewer and knowing what the process of being on, you know, on reality television is like, do, do you feel like... Like, when I watch the Berkshires, I think that Bethany and Carol are really producing, like, them against the other women and somehow are getting off sort of to look cool, even though I think it's really cruel. I'm curious what you think of that as a viewer. Well, I think as a viewer, I don't think, I think that it was edited correctly. I mean, I think that I walked out with the right opinion, which was that they really meet girls, you know, Luann. Right. I mean, I don't think, I don't think uh, Bethany and Carol looked good by what they did. I think that they looked terrible. I think that they were mean and they left and all that stuff and they didn't care and they're good with it. So good for them. I mean, you and Bethany obviously are so, obviously we're so, linked you know in the early seasons and we're best friends at least on the show and you know like now she's back on you have stepped away from the limelight like if you had an opportunity to sit down with her whether it was on camera or not like what would you want to say to her if anything i don't know i really i have no idea 
I don't think it's ever going to happen, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> what if What if Andy or another producer from I don't remember who produces New York called you and said that they wanted you to film with her? Would you be open to that? No, I, I have no. I, I said this before. I have no interest in going back. You know, it, it, I don't go back in my life. I only move forward. Honestly, only move forward. I was shocked that she went back. To be honest, I... she told me she would never, ever, 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 ever come back to the show. She planned to be there for three seasons. She thought it would last five years, and you should never leave when the ship's sinking. But I think her ship was sinking. Like, her, her talk show well, didn't go well, like, the divorce. I think she needed it. Fun. Maybe, but I'm just saying I was shocked because she said she would never go back, and it would be a sinking ship if she did. So, um, I don't know. Maybe she's going to get off now. I don't know. Is she coming back this season? I have no idea. They haven't announced it yet. And obviously, you know, who's to say what happens at the reunion? Um, she has said in some social media and some press that she goes a little unhinged that day, that she sort of, <laughs> I guess, loses her mind during the, the filming of the reunion. You know, but she'll get, but she'll, you know, make up some reason why and everyone will say, oh, we love you, you know. I have to tell you, though, I, first off, I'm obsessed with you. Die for you. And I think the best. I think the best seasons were the ones where you were both. I know. So cool, I where you too. were sisters. The, the, when you guys I were on too. your bed in the I Hamptons know. the summer I that know. she had stayed that. with you. I miss that. Listen, I miss that. But it's just not. It wasn't. You know, it's never going to happen. I mean, you know, it's like ten years later. But it was a great time. And I think that I agree with you. I think that was the best season. The best when my mother was on and giving advice and, you know, it was so real and authentic. I loved it. And I just I think did. if there's hope for you and Ramona and Ramona is, you know, God bless her. She's great TV. She's a, she can be a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So if, if there's hope for you and Ramona in your friendship, then maybe there's hope for you and Bethany. I mean, who's to say? Maybe you guys will circle. I'm so desperate for you guys to be besties. You'll have to get her on your show and ask her. Yeah. Yeah. Do you was that a real friendship, Jill, or was it a friendship that was absolutely no? It was very real to me. It was very real. Maybe she'll tell you differently. I don't know. What was your relationship like coming into the show with her when you when it was Manhattan uh, Moms? Because they sort of used you as like, the like center, like sisters, like sisters. So you guys the had already known each other prior to filming. Yeah, but we weren't as you close. Were close. The right. show definitely brought us together. Sure, of course. Like, we were like, you know what I mean. I didn't want to do it without her. You know what I mean? Like we, I knew that she would protect me, and I would protect her, and we were going in this together. So, like, what do you think of like Luann and her sort of have that fake argument about how Luann sort of takes some credit for Bethany's success with like how she? I don't helped. think it's a fake argument. I think that Luann happened to witness. Luann was there the night Bethany created Skinny Girl, and it's on tape. She was there. I mean, it doesn't mean she had anything to do with the success of it at all. In fact, I could tell you a million ideas that I've said and had. But not one of them got off the ground because it's not just an idea right. that builds a brand. There's a lot more to it. And Bethany is gifted in so many ways, including what she's done with Skinny Girl. Beyond gifted. And no one else could have done it but her. She was also in the right. Listen, we all said it. You know, she was a single girl. She was, she was Sex in the City. She was right. Sarah Jessica. And everybody was rooting for her. And, there was no, and it was a train that was not stopping. And she had it all. She had the husband who uh, adored her and, and also had nothing, and they were building their life together. And, you know, it was a beautiful thing to watch while it lasted. And 
Just to ask, I mean, see, I was watching season three over again recently. I've seen it maybe 80 or 90 times. Oh, no. I know. Oh, no. No, no, this isn't bad. bad. I promise you, it's, this is not bad. I, I love you, Jill. Um, it was a rough season to rewatch just because you were in pain and so was she. And I'm just sort of curious if you, if the clock was able to turn back and you could change oh. anything that you did or anything that was done, what, what would you like to change? Or if anything. A of, there's a couple of things. You know, there's definitely, I, I don't, you know what, let's not nitpick pick it, but this is what I'll say. I'm not going to get into each detail, but yes, the answer is yes. I know exactly what I would do. And there are things that I definitely did um, that I'm sorry I did or I wish I could do differently, but I can't. I can't unring the bell. Right. And it was meant to be that way. For whatever reason, we were meant to separate and go different paths. And I'm really happy with my life. And I think that um, I don't know if I'd still be married had I stayed on the show. Mm -hmm. I don't think my husband could have put up with it anymore. So I'm very blessed that it lasted as long as it did and that I got the most out of it. But, I'm, but I was blessed to leave and be lucky enough that people like you still want to talk to me three years later. And also, how, how is Bobby? How is he doing? How's his health? How's everything? Well, I think a lot of that's tied to how, you know, your mental health. And Bobby's in great shape. Good. He feels, he looks amazing, you know, Kenahara Kufu. But, you know, that takes a toll on you. And, and the show definitely um, would have made me not focus on him. And who knows if I would have had a time, enough time to focus on what I needed to focus on, which was him and his health. So I know that I made the right choice. How's Ginger? She's sitting right here next to me. Shut up, Ginger! Oh, my God, I love it. They're talking to you, honey. She's right here. She's going on a plane tonight. She doesn't know yet. Oh, my God. How does she respond (laughs) to a plane? She only flies private. I was about to say, she only, only the PP. Only the PP. Only likes the big PP. It's true. We're going on a beautiful Challenger 850 tonight. Gorgeous. Gorgeous plane out of Westchester. So we're going to Boca. So I'm Bobby and I are flying my parents down. So we'll, the four of us will fly down and then we'll come back. So we'll keep this tonight and then come back. Yeah. That's great. I just said, Bobby takes good care of me. He does. Always. He Uh. does. So Jill, I'm... he does, and I'm and I'm happy for everyone's success. You know, people think that you know whatever. I'm ha- I'm happy for Bethany's success. I've enjoyed watching it. You know, I feel like I was a little bit part of it. And I was blessed to know her and to see how she really grew this thing up. I I feel bad that it ended the way it did. I'm sorry it did. I would never have wanted it. L- listen, relationships cycle, and sometimes people are in your front row, and some people they move to the back row, right? Um, and then they move back again. So you never know in life how things are going to turn out. True. Do you feel like it was a bad decision for her to come back to the show, though? Because people loved her before because she was the underdog who was, like you yeah, said, I, sex I, in the I city. don't think it was a good decision for that reason. Money, I can't predict. I mean, maybe it was great for the brand and all that. But I don't think people, um, I don't think people, I don't think her fans, um, I think that she might have lost some fans coming back. Well, because she's Personally. not, she's high on the totem pole now. She has more than the other women, which was well, why. Well, that's what happens. You know, people always want to tear you down when you're on top. Right. And that's the way it is. Do you, you know, Jill, I'm curious, and then, uh, you know, and I'm so grateful we've had so much time to chat with you, but as we're wrapping up, I just wanted to ask, you know, like, you're sort of the, G- you're the Gina Keo of New York. Like, it was sort of, you were the center, and everyone was sort of somehow connected to you, and then you were a group of friends. You're right. You're right. Do you feel like, do you feel weird, does it feel weird that it has gone on without you? Does it, do you feel responsible for any of these women's sort of success now that they have moved on? 
Uh, you know, listen, I was. I, if it wasn't me, it would have been someone else. I always say this about Bethany. If she didn't get on Housewives, she would have gotten on something else. Like, she was meant to be successful and to have what she had. There's no question about it. She was going to get it no matter what. That's all. Jill, I mean, you're so us. zen. You are so zen today. I am. I've changed a lot. I'm not the same. I what? mellowed out a little bit. I need to I'm see happier. you back on Bravo, Jill. <laughs> it's like this what, is killing huh? me. I need to see you back on Bravo. Uh, well, what you'll have to speak to Andy about that. You'll I'm... have to put him on your show. How is Andy? Do you ever have Mott? We haven't um, had him yet. Not yet. We have... We will. We have contact. We, we will certainly ask him about you when we do. One hundred percent. I mean, of course we Listen, will. We... I, I I say this to Andy, and I invited him to my party a few weeks ago. Although you know, it's, it's hard for me to talk to Andy now because every time I, if I were to speak to him, I'm scared he's going to write about me in his book. <laughs> he called and said there's everything. You know what I mean? He's writing these books now behind the scenes. So scary. Um, but I did. I said to him, you know what? If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't. You know have what I had. I, I would have, and I would have a beautiful life. But, like, I wouldn't have had that party a few weeks ago the way I had it with all the housewives and stuff like that. And I thank him all the time for it. He's like, stop thanking me. you got to stop thanking me. But Aww. it's true. You know, Andy Cohn is really the one responsible for Bethany, for me, for all of our success, because he's the one who rang the bell right. and said, yes, pick that girl. Mm-hmm. And that changed my life forever. And for that, no matter what happened between he and I, I will always be grateful to him for. House, mm-hmm. Housewives aside, would you be open to something, Bravo or elsewhere, like you and maybe you and your career, or maybe you and your husband or you and your daughter? Like, would you be open to being on television in the limelight again? Um, I'm always open to great opportunities to have fun. So it could be anything. And you guys you know, are... I did a movie last year. That was a lot of fun. You know, right. I'm always open to having fun. And you yeah. guys were on Millionaire Matchmaker, too. Yeah, I did that with Allie. Anything to have fun. I'm still best friends right. with Patty. Patty's still my girl. So you never know which way life is going to turn. I love it. Yeah, it was great. I mean, Jill, yeah. I can't, I don't, you know, like, you know, everybody felt really, I, you know, I'm very team you in the situation with you and <laughs> Bethany, but like, you oh. know, every, I think everybody has, you know, the last time we saw you on TV, things were very different and it's, I have to say, it's amazing to chat with you and hear how Thank great you. you are and how great things are with your family. And you just seem like you're you. in a great place. So I'm glad to chat with I you. I am. And I appreciate it. Well, I thank you. Thank you for reaching out. Of course. And um, tell your mom that I'm going to send her some adoption papers, okay? <laughs> so Sarah's going to send Sarah Zarin. Sarah Zarin. So don't forget to sign. Hold on. Say hi to Gloria. <gasps> Gloria? Hi, Sarah. Oh, where new york city Manhattan. okay um okay love you gloria love everything about you tell your husband i said hi, hello hi thank you very much for those kind thoughts that was very very classy of you appreciate it very much oh anytime and i think of that that you had a moment with i don't remember if it was luann or bethany but you would talk about the importance of friendship and how you yes, know you want to stay connected and then it's you from yes. like yom kippur to rosh hashanah and i'm also a jew yes. and i just die for all of it i die for all of it. To it well the truth is that's exactly when i said that it was not only from the heart but i kind of got swept away i started to cry myself it is. Every time I turn around, it's another one. In a couple of months now, it's going to be Rosh Hashanah again. I turn yes. around again, it's Passover. Oh, my God. And that's so life, true. and that's what happens. The train starts to roll, and it just keeps on going faster and faster. You must hold on to your times and to your events and to your good times in life because they're rare, and they don't come as often as you get older. 
So enjoy your life now oh and make the most of it. Love I really mean it, dear. Make the most of every day and enjoy your good times because God knows there aren't enough of them. Cheers, oh, my God. I'm that was so sweet. I'll see you. I'll see you at Rosh Hashanah. Bofaloka. As Lisa says, Bofaloka. I'm there. Hold on, darling. Okay, I'll see you next week. Hi, sweetie. That's my mama. I oh, am you're lucky to have her. She, <laughs> we are both <laughs> almost crying. <laughs> Damien and I are both clutching our hands <laughs> into our faces. What? We're what? like almost crying. We're a little clamped. We're a little clamped. Oh, uh, she's the best. There's only one glow. Oh, amen. Um, amen. Jill. Anyway, thank you guys. We're thank almost you. at the airport. I'm going to have to sign off. All thank right. you thank so much. You. Have a wonderful trip, and we hope to talk thank to you, you soon. We'll see you okay, at Camp Zarin. Good luck with your show. You thank got you. It. Okay. Bye, Jill. All the best. Bye. Guys, how amazing was that? I have a lot of feelings. I have to tell you, like, I have a lot of feelings. Like, this was kind of um, an interesting process because I've obviously seen every episode of Real Housewives a thousand times and, you know, just thinking about Scary Island, which we referred to in the background by talking about the highs and lows during season three. I mean, it was it was really kind of like a full circle moment as a viewer to talk to Jill and feel like it was like the Jill Zarin of yesteryear. Like it was real, a real Jill Zarin season one, too. Like she's in a stable place, like the fame game, you know has happened and she's obviously still a hundred percent in the public eye but it was really kind of interesting to engage with her and have kind of like a philosophical zen conversation i actually really think i liked most i think about that conversation was what well, was besides gloria which i was obsessed with oh my god it's so um, obsessed. was really hearing about her relationship with bobby and how she felt like whatever whatever happened with her leaving the show how she felt like that was really the best thing for like for her relationship because he, that, that they wouldn't be together because I think that like you often refer to Bobby and how strong he was and like he was so strong and how he was like yeah. you know, he, he he was knew, Buddha it was and, Buddha Bobby and he knew that Jill was a big personality when he married right. her and yeah, that they were like 100%. always seemed like they were in a healthy place but I really thought that was interesting because so many housewives have divorced and have gone through marital trouble on television so I think it was an, like a really salient point for her to say you know like if I was if we wouldn't be together probably if I was still on the show like I don't know. I, I was surprised to hear it, but I thought it was interesting. I think I'm going to change my Tinder profile from This is Hunger Games to Looking for My Bobby Zarin. <laughs> Wouldn't good. that be adorable? That's cute, actually. Oh, my God. Love it. Bobby, if you're listening, if you have any nephews or, like, friends or people in that club that Tom D'Agostino was in. What was that thing? The it was Y-O... The Y-O... Something. Presidents. Um, YOP? YPO. YPO. Young Presidents Organization. Right, right, right. Love um, it. Well, guys, Into thanks it. for a very special episode 18. Um, we'll be back next week with our normal, re- with, probably with our normal recapping. Although, yeah, if, we we get a fabulous, if we get a fabulous housewives, coming, yeah, like we might just. It's very exciting, guys. It's been a, a real pleasure. Brandy last week, Jill this week. More to come, more excitement. Um, shit's going to go down on New York tonight. So we look forward to talking to you about that next week. Um, and such a thrill, Jay-Z, Jill Theron. All right, guys. Good night. Good night.